At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is the Edger on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Smack in the middle of the first round of the NCAA tournament. We are underway. We've already got, what, four, three games already in the books? Uh, one just went final, Memphis and Boise State. Memphis gets the win 64-53, to despite a stronger second half of the Boise State Broncos. We'll get into that recap and much more. But to update those of you who are with us right now, wondering what's going on with the scoreboard, we'll roll through these pretty quickly. Uh, right now, Iowa, 28-26 with about 7.9 seconds, uh, seconds left to go. Iowa closing as a 9.5-point favorite with a total of 150.5 over Richmond. Tennessee at the break here against Longwood, up 54-29. to Very strong first half by the Vols. Uh, they are up and uh, as an 18-point favorite at the close with a total of 133.5. Baylor running away or has run away from Norfolk State, up 76-47. That's got about 319 left to go in the second. Baylor closing as a 20.5-point favorite in that one with a total of one. 38. So with that, we're about, uh, what would I say, 10, 15 minutes, uh, maybe a little bit less from tip-off between Gonzaga and Georgia State. Looks like the Zags are going to close in the range of a 22, 23.5-point favorite, depending on where you shop, with a total at about 149. But bring in Matt Humans, who is alongside as well. The morning for you, the takeaway of the games that are final is what, Matt Humans? The Mountain West Conference stinks. Yes, it does. And uh, I'm not surprised. That's the uh, second half of the statement, because I had a... Uh, friend from the East Coast who doesn't watch a lot of West Coast basketball text me a couple days ago and say, wow, the Mountain West is better than the Pac-12 this year, huh? You got four teams, <laughs> Pac-12 has three? I said, not even close, man. I said, the, uh, the Pac-12's got two teams that could get to the Final Four and win the whole thing. The Mountain West might be lucky to get a team to the second round. Mm -hmm. Three down, one to go. Uh, San Diego State, the last hope for the Mountain West. I think that Michigan's comeback in the second half today was... Uh, um, I thought impressive just because of the way the Colorado State Rams came out knocking down three-pointers, yep. except for the first five, built a halftime lead. I was on Michigan in that game. And I, I didn't feel very good about it at halftime, and the Wolverines blew their doors off in the second half and came back to win 75-63. to 63. Michigan closed a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. How about the total? Uh, it was 138. It lands on 138. Yep. Uh, so... We've seen a lot of favorites cash here early in the tournament. In the first four in Dayton, uh, great game last night. Not going to say a classic because there was uh, some sloppy play and dumb basketball and uh, I thought some uh, erratic officiating as usual. But the Notre Dame-Rutgers game was uh, a great one to kind of get everybody warmed up for the tournament. 
a double overtime game that the Irish win. But so far, it's been uh, a lot of favorites cashing. And uh, I know guys like me are going to wait for some underdogs to start, uh, hopefully, uh, hitting the win column because it's uh, a tournament dominated by the Chuck so yeah. far. So with the most recent result, Memphis 64, Boise State 53, uh, favorites move to 7-0 and ATS to start the NCAA tournament. And right now, the way that it's, uh, it is progressing, Baylor is, uh, you would think, going to cash here up 80-47 to with 207 <laughs> left to go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tennessee on their way to a cover as well at 58-32 with 1806. So the first underdog that's got some bite to him right now, that is the Richmond Spiders, who are – in the locker room with a 29-28 lead over Keegan Murray and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Boy, the Hawkeyes off that Big Ten tournament win, a little bit shaky. But I'll tell you, Richmond's a legit team. Yep. And I thought Richmond could give uh, the Hawkeyes some trouble. I didn't bet the Spiders in that game, of course. It looks like they're going to be the first underdog with uh, a real good shot to cover uh, here today. Anyway. Uh, if you're a favorites player, you're probably catching a few parlays so far. Oh yes, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of happy people on social media today. So you wonder how this <laughs> tournament's going. Uh, that is it. Uh, also, by the way, just like a, a note here for those who are going to have the Twitter fingers during uh, some of these games, I'd be careful about celebrating in the first half of a lot of these games. There are a lot of people burying Michigan State. There are a lot of people in uh, Michigan. Oh, excuse me, Michigan. Yeah. Yes, uh, there are a lot. It was because I was going to say. Then there was a lot of people burying South Dakota State, and they ultimately closed that yeah. game to like three points late in the second half, and ultimately Providence pulls away. Well, that's sort of takeaway I'm going to. That's what I was going to say. I wanted to go there yeah. too because 66-57, the darling of the first round, South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Some spots, at least in terms of shops, reporting that the Jackrabbits were the most wagered on team in the first round up to this <laughs> that's point. Bad sign. Uh, end up falling by nine and uh, losing to Providence, 66 to 57. But a much more competitive second half. And again, like I said. Cut it to, I think, three at one point in the second against the Friars. Three yeah. or five. They had it down to three in the last yep. minute. Yep. Are you kidding me? And Providence fired a three with about 30 seconds to go. Misses. South Dakota State's going to have the rebound. Oh, we got a foul. Oh, and a bad one. A bogus foul on a three-point attempt. And, of course, uh, the Friars make all three. You know, it's cliche to say this team's lucky. The Friars are playing with fire. But they are lucky. That's a That, that call should not have been made. And uh, the shooter kicks his foot out a little bit, too. That's a huge call. South Dakota State's going to have the ball in a one-possession game with 30 seconds to go. Instead, it's a six-point game, and that's the type of luck that the, the Friars have been uh, having all season. So, And they pull away, and it looks like it's not a close game. They pull away 66-57. It should have been a one-possession game, South Dakota State's ball with 30 s- seconds to go. So uh, yeah. some people just look at the results, and are results-oriented. You, you have to look at how it got there, and uh, this is kind of a bogus result because South Dakota State should have had a shot to win that game, and the referees took it away from them at the end. And I had South Dakota State, but I also hedged my bet a little bit here because you've been doing this stuff long enough. You don't want to be on the most popular underdog in the first round of the tournament. When, when the Lions were announced Sunday night, and I bet the Jackrabbits, I didn't think they would be the most popular dog. Right. And as of the last couple of days, uh, more information came out. You're like, oh, boy, this is not a good sign for the Jackrabbits that everybody in the world is on this dog against Providence. No. I will be looking to fade the Friars in the next round. Let's do it. I'm in. Uh, and by the two, hey, to your point about officiating, that has been some of the things that – like the Boise State game you're driving in, so I'm sure you didn't see it. Uh, but Boise State down six with about 90 seconds left to go, clean strip of Memphis, oh. and it's called the region. Right, and it's like, we're, and then on the other end, you you know, you make the free throws, and then on the other end, you turn it over. It's like it was such a big swing, like these calls, man, they're driving me nuts. But hey, it's basketball. So uh, as I we said, move on, you know, uh, unlike Jay Billis, who when he calls a game for ESPN, he constantly says that's a foul, that's a foul, dude, that should be a foul, that's a foul. Basketball is a better game when fewer fouls are called. Of course, if the officials stay out of the way, it's a much better game. How many times have you seen a blocked charge call? All right, we're one day into this tournament, and the refs are driving me crazy with yes. the block charge calls. All right, I've yep. been watching this all season. drives me crazy all the time. But can you just uh, put the whistle in your pocket? You don't have to blow it just because there's a little contact in the lane. Let guys play through contact. We don't have to have a whistle on every other play, and especially when a guy drives into the lane. The block charge calls are so inconsistent, it's ridiculous. And, and the refs love calling them. The refs love calling well, the them. Love, the refs love calling the block, too, because yep. the block's more dramatic. Yeah. They can dance out you yeah. know, and call the or, or, Excuse me, call the charge. They love to call the charge because it's more dramatic. There's one of the Boise games where they they blow the wrestle twice and there's a delay because he wants everybody to look at him really quickly. And then he does that. Hey, yeah. Like, it's like, God, dude, get out of here. Do the dance with the. Uh, look up the yeah. look up the Joey Crawford Gangnam Style on YouTube. I've shown you that before. He goes, That's, that was a block, but still, he goes dancing out the half court. It's it's ridiculous. It's, anyway, it's the best or worst 
charge call of all time because Joey Crawford starts at the baseline <laughs> and he ends up 40 feet that. from the basket. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, okay, with that, so we are about five minutes away. We'll call it seven from tip-off between Georgia State and Gonzaga. Again, Gonzaga 22 and a half with a total of 149. I didn't have anything here. I don't think you did either, but Georgia State will call the sharp side. Did get some early support and – I think did DraftKings open this up 26 and a half, if I remember correctly, on Selection Sunday. When you uh, 20, were... 27. 27, I right? Okay, yeah. Gonzaga, uh, 27 or 27 and a half was the high number opened by uh, DraftKings, and these guys here at South Point opened 22. Yep, and I when Georgia so. State's one of those teams that got off to a rough start at the beginning of the year, but a lot of that had to do with COVID, injury, absences, all of these things. Uh, a different team as the year went along, and you saw that in terms of the results. And so I think uh, those who really follow uh, college basketball were in on this early in terms of a big number against Gonzaga. Not so much that the upset is live, uh, but that this Georgia State team is much better than the uh, season-long analytics would indicate. Uh, only one loss since January 22nd, and that was to Troy at home. And other than that, uh, they come into this thing, what I think, on a 10-game uh, winning streak. Georgia State. Well, Georgia State's a veteran team and uh, should be able to hang with the Zags. I also think if you look at Georgia State, had some injuries early in the season, and uh, this team played much better in the second half. Might be a better team than a 16 seed. And so I I was inclined to take the points here, but I did not. I passed on uh, Georgia State. So hopefully uh, this dog gets in because we are 30 seconds and counting away. Um, Favorites are going to move to 8-0 ATS with Baylor. Well, it's going to be 9-0 with Tennessee over Longwood, too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that game's set. It's a 32-point game right now with 15 minutes to go. I, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, for the long, it's not going to happen for the Longwood <laughs> Lancers. Give up, JVT. There's nothing, nothing worse, worse than hope. Than hope. Nothing worse than hope. If you so got you the Lancers, have... just give up. Uh, that is it. Yes, yeah, so, so that's going to be all she wrote. 85-49 is going to be the final. Baylor uh, will move on of course, to the second round. So, again, uh, 8-0 now. ATS favorites are on the way to 9-0 with Tennessee's big lead over Longwood. And then at 130, uh, we get the honor of seeing at least the beginning of Marquette and North Carolina. Uh, UNC up to 3.5 with a total of 153. So I'm kind of surprised that there's some market support out there for North Carolina here. Uh, you know, I'm not that surprised. I just uh, I think a lot of people, especially in the tournament, there's so much public money. I was going to say the public money teams. coming in. and A lot of people remember papers. what the Tar Heels did to Duke mm-hmm. in the last game in Cameron. Uh, Marquette's not really been a highly visible team this season. The one thing I, I look at in this matchup is I think uh, Shaka Smart should have a coaching edge against Hubert Davis. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But again, I passed on. I was, I, I considered uh, the idea of taking the points with Marquette here at four, and in fact, that's the way I would lean right now, but I, I did not bet this game either. Yeah, uh, North Carolina, pretty good advantage in size, but you can see the public better coming in, seeing the eighth seed with 24 wins compared to Marquette with 19 and going, that's North Carolina. Let's go. Yeah, if I ask you off the top of your head, when's the last time you saw Marquette win a big game, what would it be? Uh, Villanova. Right? Yeah. I think it'd be the it was last a home game, game against uh, yeah. Villanova, yeah. right? So, But um, what was that? Uh, like a four-point that was, win? That was quite a while ago. Yeah. And I just think that uh, that North Carolina Duke game that was played at Cameron Indoor when Coach K um, had his uh, party spoiled at the end of the season, that sticks in the minds of a lot of people. Yep. Hey, get everything you need for the madness, which is underway right now. Whether you're filling out a bracket, you already did, or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready. Sign up today, get the betting guide and everything else you have to offer to the end of the tournament on April 5th for only $19. How about that? Go to vcin.com slash madness to subscribe and check it out. We'll come back. Dave, Co- Dave Koken, by the way, is going to be with us in 15 minutes, get his thoughts on the tournament, and we'll continue to preview some of the games later today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSEN, the sports betting network. I can tell you where I'm going to be tomorrow morning. Wendy's. Nice. Yep. Wendy's breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends, oven-baked sizzling bacon, Fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose Wendy's. Choose wisely. You an OJ guy? That's okay. Once in a while. Yeah. With your breakfast? You think he did it? No. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's no. proven innocent. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk basketball. Uh, Dave Koch is going to be with us in a couple of minutes to discuss his side. So we briefly touched on Marquette, North Carolina. Uh, let's look at the rest of the day's games, humans, and uh, see if you got anything here. Now, one of the popular underdogs is going to tip off at 3.50 p.m. Pacific time. That would be the New Mexico State Aggies. Taking on the UConn Huskies. Uh, some spots open seven, seven and a half. We're down to six and a half in favor of UConn with a total of 132. Uh, New Mexico State, though, sharing a similar trait to Memphis in that they do have a penchant for turning the ball over. So if UConn wants to, I don't know, maybe start pressing from the get-go, unlike Boise State, and start to force some mistakes here, uh, that could work in their favor. And UConn, well, they don't take a lot of three-point shots. This is the one thing that stuck out to me. They do shoot the ball well. It's just a really low frequency of three-point attempts. And this is a New Mexico State team that will allow you to take three-point attempts. So the two areas that I was really focused on, I can kind of understand New Mexico State being a popular selection, uh, but I have nothing on this game. Did you? No, did not bet this game either. I mean, that's – if you're a dog player, you were probably looking to take seven with New Mexico State at one point. But uh, I was not that tempted to play the Aggies just because I thought they'd been uh, too erratic late in the season. Jimmy Vaccaro jumps in studio. Oh, what buddy. do we have, Jimmy? What do we got? What do we got? We got Hand a big bet, big bet alert. Gonzaga minus 9000 on the money line, $63,500 to win $706. Okay, nice. Same person. Did you get to take a Baylor ticket earlier today? Too? Yeah, okay. <laughs> 63.5 to win $706. Money line on Gonzaga minus 9,000. Yes. Okay. Uh, for those who don't 16 remember. 16 seed against the one seed. Gonzaga, Georgia State. Here uh, at the South Point. For those who don't remember, Jimmy also tweeted out a ticket earlier today. They took a $33,000 bet on Baylor money line at minus 6,000 to win $550. So. That's going to cash. Yeah, that was going to say, yeah. A quick $550. Yep, okay. yep, easy. All right, just invest it very quickly and then come back out unscathed. Uh, with that, uh, let's continue moving on. So, North Carolina, or excuse me, uh, UNC and UConn, uh, Kentucky, St. Peter's. Uh, there was some support early for St. Peter's. This is flowing at 18 with a total of 132. Uh, did you? You did not have anything on St. Peter's, did you? No, no. I, I'm not betting against Kentucky here. I thought about it. You know, in fact, uh, I got to give uh, Jay Cornegay and uh, John Murray – Guys over at the Westgate Superbook Credit, they put together this Hoops Central Showdown yeah, uh, yeah. contest. So you pick the 28 first-round games. That, here's the sheet, the contest sheet. The 28 first-round games that don't involve the four uh, plans, okay. the first oh, okay. four games. So you got the lines on uh, 28 games. You pick the uh, spread winners, and it's uh, top three positions paid. It's $100 to enter, and uh, the, the picks had to be in by last night. So uh, – 
I actually uh, made all my picks on the sheet, and uh, I didn't read the fine print like an idiot. And uh, the deadline was 10 o'clock last night, and I thought I could go over there late night, you know, oh, midnight yeah. and enter the contest. And uh, no such luck. The deadline was 10 p.m. Move the deadline back. <laughs> Move it back to midnight. Now, that's, uh, I love contests like this. And um, in this, in this uh, contest, I did circle St. Peter's plus 18 and a half and New Mexico State plus six and a half. But those were not actual bets for me. And I didn't get the contest entry in, so yeah. that means nothing. Uh, by the way, uh, do you want to, do you want, this is a pretty good tweet, um, that's sent in by uh, Southern Jen up on Twitter, uh-huh. um, a retweet of a guy called big Bob. No one is more, I'll use the word Randy instead of the H word, uh, than college basketball referees. When they see someone attempt to take a charge feet set or not, you're stealing a possession. They can't wait to get that elbow up behind their head and point across the floor. They live for it. Well, it was a terrible call last night. Again, if uh, if you had Notre Dame yep. and you win in double overtime, don't think you're a genius. If you had Rutgers and you lose in a double overtime, don't think you're a jackass because mm-hmm. there's a fine line between who wins and who loses in some of these games and the officials play a role in it. And uh, you want to talk about the integrity of the games. I'm not saying there's anything crooked going on, but the, the officiating does play a big factor in who wins some of these games. There was a call. It was a huge call last night. Nobody's going to talk about it. But I think it was Nate Leshevsky at Notre Dame slid under Ron Harper Jr. on a drive to the basket. I don't know if you remember when Harper came in on the right side. I think it was a tie game at the time. And Leshevsky, I think it was him, he he slides under Harper at the last second, moves over. He's still moving like this to his left, and they call a charge on Harper. That's a ridiculous call. The defender was not set. He moved under when Harper was in the air. You can't make that call. Rutgers might have won the game if that's called a block and not a charge. Yep. You don't have, you know, get the, first of all, get the call right if you're going to blow the whistle. But you don't have to blow the whistle every time a guy drives to the basket. You can let these guys play through contact. Anyway, none of the officials are listening to me right now, so it's not no, going to help. They're going to keep going. But it's, it's irritating to watch. And uh, that's one thing. Two things are going to irritate basketball betters the most over the next four days, as much as we love March Madness. They're going to be missed free throws yeah, at the end of the game when you, when you have a better on the team. And um, – Blown calls by officials, especially the block charge calls. Oh, yes. And you All talked right. about the strip that went against Boise State. It was ridiculous. That's, that would have been a big play. Boise could have been cut the deficit to four. Yep. Instead, it's an eight-point game for Memphis. So Ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. uh, with that, what do you think of Indiana-St. Mary? So we haven't touched on this uh, quite yet. So Indiana against the Gales right now. Catch a two-and-a-half with a total of 125-and-a-half or 125. Uh, the move here, because it's still at the open of two-and-a-half, uh, is the total. Opened up 127. We're down to as low as 125 in some spots here. Uh, but, like we talked about uh, the other day, less than impressed with the effort from Indiana against Wyoming. It was right, more about right. the Cowboys turning the ball over consistently in the second half and shooting themselves in the foot. And St. Mary's, it's uh, you know me, I love analytics, all that stuff. Randy Bennett is just so good at getting a first-round win out of his team in certain matchups almost every single year. Uh, underneath that two-and-a-half mark, to me, it was going to be St. Mary's or nothing. Not a play, but just wasn't impressed with Indiana offensively. I might make a uh, money line play on St. Mary's tonight. Yep. First of all, Indiana's got – it's a tough spot for the Hoosiers. I'm not going to make excuses for any of these teams because the players are young and they got to be excited. Think about – the Irish, they, they go from Dayton to San Diego and they got to play. It's, it's a quick turnaround off the double overtime game yep. Wednesday night in Dayton. You got to play uh, Friday in San Diego. Indiana had trouble getting out of Dayton. They got to fly out to Portland and play this game tonight. That's a, that's a quick turnaround for the Hoosiers. So it's far from the ideal uh, travel situation. Plus, you have very little prep time to get re- ready for St. Mary's, even though you had a guy on your staff, you know, assigned to the, uh, the scout of. Um, St. Mary's in this game, it's still not much time to prepare. Uh, Indiana just does not shoot the ball well from three. You and I were laughing about a couple of the knuckleballs that were <laughs> shot up from three-point range by the Hoosiers. Look, they were dead like the second it came out of their hands. It was, yeah, I it think was terrible. Trace Jackson Davis is going to have to carry a big load offensively for the Hoosiers to keep them uh, in this game with a shot to win it. But I think the player who's going to make the biggest difference is uh, Gale's point guard, Tommy Cousy. The guy's a master out there, and uh, I'm probably going to end up making a money line bet on St. Mary's tonight. Just take the points out of it, lay the buck forty or buck forty-five. By the way, I know you're a fan of his. Um, did you watch any of the like pre-game halftime coverage that CBS had to offer today? Because they did a, uh, they I did, did a not. bit with Chuck, not who he played for, but how you say his name. What's his name? <laughs> and one of them was Tommy was Tommy Cousy, and they were yeah just throwing how Chuck pronounce it. He actually did good. Yeah, not when he called him Tommy Coos. 
So, yeah, he was, he was <laughs> close. Bad, no. no, that's not compared to some of the others, it was pretty good. All right, from there we go to the rock fight that, I, I mean, it's got to be. San Diego State, this one, nothing's moved here in terms of the line. Two and a half for the total, 121 against Creighton. I know we're going to get something uh, from this game on Dave, uh, from Dave Koken, but I, I still obviously stand because I have a ticket on it with Creighton in this one, catching two and a half against mm-hmm. San Diego State. I think there's also a reason why we haven't moved to that number of three either here, humans. Uh, Creighton defensively is a really solid team. And I think San Diego State has put forth some abhorrent offensive performances um, in key situations, especially against good defensive teams. Uh, and, again, covered four out of five. And since Nembhard, they've covered those games. I think they've kind of figured things out here a little bit, Creighton. Yeah, there's an additional angle to look at here, and I agree with what you said about uh, the Blue Jays. What a great coaching job by Greg McDermott to yep. get this team to play that well after you got injuries in your backcourt. All right, people are going to recognize that the Mountain West stinks. Correct. And the Mountain West has looked really bad with Wyoming going down, Colorado State, Boise State. Well, there were two teams going into this tournament out of the Mountain West I thought could win a game, Boise and San Diego State. And uh, I'm still not going to count out the Aztecs here, but I think a lot of people are going to look at what's happened with these Mountain West results early in this tournament and jump on Creighton in this game. Do you think so? I think so. I mean, South Point's already down to two, so I would say yeah. I think people will take that generalization and think it applies to all the teams in the conference. Yeah. And, you know, the Aztecs have been the best team in this conference consistently over the last 15 years. Uh, I, I was a little bit surprised, to be honest with you, that Aztecs were two-and-a-half-point favorites in the game. I made it a pick them. Right. So <clears throat> I I, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if we see Creighton money before tip-off tonight. Over at Dickey's Arena. Yep, Creighton and San Diego State. All right. Yep. Uh, we got a couple of other games previewed for later tonight. We'll get to those at the back end of the show. When we come back, though, Dave Koken's going to be with us. He does have an opinion on this Creighton-San Diego State game. Then we'll just run the gamut with him and see what he likes both the rest of the day today and tomorrow in the NCAA tournament. Quick update because we're back underway. Richmond 29-28 with 19.50 left to go in the second half. So that came underway. We'll keep you up to date on that and much more here on The Edge. is the edge on VSN the sports betting network Ready for a fresh start? We mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at ZYN.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, let's talk to one of those adults that's 21 or older. Dave Koken. Nice enough to give us some time today. Also, uh, let's check his ID. I'm not sure he's 21. <laughs> Dave, you hold it up here. Let's go. Uh, all right, buddy. Uh, let's talk about, uh, first off, uh, any takeaways from these early games? I asked humans this question. His response was the Mount West sucks, and I think that's a pretty easy well, answer. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I still do uh, occasional shows with Steve Cofield out here, and we do a late-night pod once a week. And I mentioned two weeks ago, he asked me how many teams I thought should get in for the Mountain West, and I said one, the automatic qualifier. Mm-hmm. Um I don't. I think the conference is dramatically overrated. It, it was a good competitive league, but there are no outstanding teams in the league. And I think the last of the surviving Mountain West teams will go out tonight. I like Creighton to beat San Diego State. Wow, that would be a four-game sweep in the wrong direction for the Mountain West tonight. So let's talk about that game. Creighton, the nine seed, San Diego State, the eight. Aztecs favored by two and a half. Now it's down to two. Total of 121. We know... Uh, the Aztecs play a lot of ugly, low-scoring games, Dave. How did you power rate this? Because I made it a pick game. I was surprised to see the Aztecs minus 2.5. How did you power rate this game, and how do you see it playing out? I made Creighton a slight favorite. Uh, Creighton is going to be really good next year. I mean, really good. They could be, they could be a team that, that's in the national title picture next year with the young recruits they've got coming in. They're actually ahead of schedule. Um, they're not great offensively, but they've gotten better down the stretch. I think they're the equal of San Diego State defensively, and therefore a better team overall because the Aztecs, unless Bradley's having a real good game, they have no offense, and I think that's going to show tonight. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And, Dave, I think one of the things that is kind of – because I'm on Creighton here too, it seems the market hasn't really caught up with the fact that they've gotten used to playing without Ryan Nemhard, right? Like they lose him, they get blown out by yeah. Providence. But then since then, they've covered each one of these games, including blowing out Providence themselves, covering against Villanova. They've played well without him. 
Yeah, obviously, if Nemart was there, <laughs> the line might not be what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact is that Creighton has gotten used to playing without him, and I, I think their confidence level has to be very high coming out of last weekend. Yep. A cool battle, too, by the way, for those uh, who aren't up to snuff with some of the players. Uh, you do get in this one mm-hmm. uh, Nathan Mensa down low for San Diego State, and you get uh, Kalkbrenner or Kalkbrenner for uh, Creighton. It's going to be a big battle down low. For yeah, and I think what Dave said is exactly it's on the money. If Matt Bradley does not uh, play well in the offensive end, the Aztecs are going to be in a lot of hurt, yep. uh, a lot of trouble tonight because. Uh, Bradley is a guy that's got to make that offense go. All right, let's look. Yep. A lot of people came into the tournament, Dave, looking to fade the Big Ten. Right now, the Big Ten's two and one. Uh, we had an Indiana win in the first four. Rutgers loss and a Michigan win this morning. Now the Hoosiers got a quick turnaround. They go to the West Coast tonight to play St. Mary's. Tommy Cousy's a hell of a point guard. Yep. Gales two and a half point favorites. But uh, I think you took three with the Hoosiers here. And uh, why'd you do that? Uh, really, as strictly on my power ratings, I've got Indiana much higher than St. Mary's. I think St. Mary's is a nice team, and Randy Bennett gets the most out of his guys, and he knows how to play Gonzaga because he plays them all the time. He plays them twice, three times every year, basically. But I don't think St. Mary's is a really powerful basketball team, and I'm super impressed with what I'm seeing out of the Big Ten so far. Uh, look, Rutgers, Rutgers is still playing against Notre Dame. They're going to triple overtime if they boxed out of that last uh, basket for Notre Dame. I, I couldn't believe that they, they did nothing. They, they let one guy get through mm-hmm. four uh, and uh, mm-hmm. and win the game. But Indiana, to me, looks like the better basketball team. And again, it, on my power ratings, I've got Indiana clearly the favorite in this game. So I think there's some real value in the Hoosiers plus the points. Yeah, really quickly, speaking of the Big Ten, Iowa has taken a 39-34 lead over Richmond. We got 16 left to go in the second half. Richmond with the ball and uh, just actually on a baseline inbounds, they get a, a bucket. So keep an eye on that. Still waiting, Dave, for the first underdog to cover in this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad it's all favorites so far because I've got two dogs tonight. Yeah. And uh, at some point, the dogs are going to start barking a little bit. So hopefully, it'll be on the two I just talked about, Creighton and Indiana. All right, let's talk about another game tonight. How much faith do you have in New Mexico State catching the points against UConn? That's a popular dog for a lot of people. Aggies getting six and a half. Uh, I think that number's down from seven. Uh, but New Mexico State's kind of a, a strange team, Dave. Lost as a 17-point favorite at Chicago State, yeah. but clearly the best team in the WAC. They are. And, look, New Mexico State's got tournament experience, but I, I don't think this game's that close. Uh, Connecticut can keep – New Mexico State in the game if they play poorly on offense. But I, I've got Connecticut rated pretty high. Uh, I, I think they're better than a five seed. I think the Big East is a very strong league this year. And I, I really don't anticipate the Huskies having much trouble here. They should win by, I, I would say, nine, maybe ten points. Okay, what do you? Uh, how do you assess the Vermont Catamounts? It's another team that here at the South Point opened as eight-point underdogs. Now it's five at most, Bob, Vermont, Arkansas, this game's going to be played in Buffalo, too. Yeah, so it's a slight advantage for Vermont, and they're a quality team. And I don't like laying numbers to top 100 teams. Vermont is a top 100 team, So, whereas I don't think New Mexico State was, so I'm a little less uh, worried about laying points there with Connecticut. Arkansas also has to make sure they show up, which they didn't know. They had a tough, tougher time than they should have with teams that they should have handled last year in this tournament. I think on paper, Arkansas is the better team. No question about that. But the line's gotten to the point now where there's just no value at all in Vermont. And at this price, I can make a case for Arkansas. But I'm not going to take them. Uh, Vermont might be one of those teams that what, those rare, trendy underdogs that actually gets there. <laughs> okay, let's talk about another one that's uh, getting some support. And I've even seen some uh, sharp money here on Akron against UCLA tonight, Dave. Mm-hmm. And you handicapped the MAC. You've always been good in that conference. Uh, do you think the Zips are live catching 14 against UCLA? They're not dead. But here's my take on the Pac-12. The league might not be great overall, but the three top teams in the conference could all be playing an elite uh, when the Elite Eight arrives. I mean, Arizona, I think, could be the best team in the country. USC, they have some flaws, but they're big, they're athletic, and they're experienced. And UCLA is really good, okay? Uh, I don't think UCLA is going to have that much of a problem with Akron. It's a big enough number to keep me away from it, but I really don't like the Zips here. I think they're getting way too much uh, love, maybe because the Max had so much success in the first round. But Akron's coming out of an incredible weekend where they won three straight as an underdog to capture the Mac tournament. Uh, 
beating their arch rival in a hate game uh, against Kent State. I think the Zips might be in over their heads here. Uh, Dave, let's go to um, Indianapolis for the 6.40 p.m. Pacific time tip. San Francisco, Murray State. We get the news uh, yesterday yeah. that the Dons are not going to have their big guy out there on the floor, Masalski. Yep. Uh, we do the, we get the flip here now, right? Murray State, two with a total of 137. Uh, we know this obviously changes things for San Francisco, but how dire uh, does it get for the Dons? I, I think it's big. I had San Francisco marked down as a game I was definitely playing. Uh, I like the Dons as a dog. Uh, then they, they came actually as a small favorite in the opener, but I still like them. But that's a huge loss. And in the regular season, I think you can overcome that for one game, maybe even two games. The team galvanizes and gets really fired up. And sometimes the opponent takes them lightly because of the injury. That's not going to happen here. Uh, I, I'd have to side with Murray State at this point based on the injury. But not enough to bet it, though, because the, the Dons are very capable and very well coached. All right, let's go to tomorrow then, because uh, tomorrow's going to be absolutely fantastic. Obviously, we get a bunch of games. Uh, the one I am most excited to watch is actually first thing in the morning, Loyola, Chicago, Ohio State. We've talked about the Big Ten and how well it's gone so far early. Uh, what do you make of this? Because we're now at pick with a total of 133. Well, it's showing minus one on the screen, and yeah. if Ohio State goes off the dog, then I'm going to be on Ohio State. I think they're just a better team. Uh, Loyola, not as strong as they were last year. I think they're susceptible on the inside. Uh, excuse me, I think it's a good matchup for Ohio State. Close game, but if a Buckeyes are the dog, I'm, I'm going to bet him. All right, we have to, uh, we're going to wrap up the college hoops talk because it's smoking Coken has been uh, on fire in golf, uh, his golf uh, futures plays here the last few weeks. What do you got, three winners in the last five tournaments? Three in the last four, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Sorry to Neiman. shortchange you there. Okay. Well, no, three, you're right, three out of five, because the one week, the one weekend there was two tournaments, and I did go 0 for 1 and 1, but I had Ryan Brent in the other. And then uh, last week got the win with Cameron Smith, who's a top 10 player and was uh, a bargain at 35 to 1. Um, I don't like my chances on the Valspar. I went deep with three long shots. We'll see what happens, but I have a feeling one of the favorites might get there this week. And then I'll be out of action next week because I don't like the match play format. So uh, this might be a dry spell for me for a couple of weeks in golf. We'll see. All right. You have an eye, your eye on anybody for the Masters here in the last 30 seconds? Yeah, I, 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 I'd like to see Burns uh, at, a, at a, a big price. I think he's live. A uh, mm -hmm. couple others. But Burns is a guy who I think is ready to break through and maybe win a, a major, and I think Homa is as well. So those are guys I'm considering. That's interesting. Yeah, I've got your guy Cam Smith at 41-1 to 1 in the Masters. All right, Dave. Yeah, I, I don't like him on that course. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah. I appreciate the support. All right, <laughs> Smoking Coken on Twitter, at Dave Coken, talking college hoops and golf. All right, thanks, Dave. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we have plenty left to get to. We continue uh, to look at maybe tomorrow, best bets, uh, and a little bit more here. And we'll update the scores. We have an upset brewing. It's 10-9. Georgia State's down by one with 14-30 left to go in the first. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC Chicken Sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger looking good. Order the KFC Chicken Sandwich today. It's almost as hot as Georgia State, which is down to uh, Gonzaga, 14-13. to 13. Upset alert for the top-seeded Zags. That's right. That's right. All right, quick scoreboard run-through, uh, 85-54. It looks like uh, favorites are about to move to, what, 9-0 ATS now with Tennessee up on top of uh, Longwood by that score. Hey, you never say never. You know, there's a lot of time left for Longwood to get back into this number. Um, down 31 points. So I think we're going to move to 9 I told you it's over. Give up. <laughs> so Longwood's going to go down. I give up at halftime on that game. Uh, so, again, favorites. 9-0 ATS to start the NCAA tournament. Other games that are underway. Uh, the dog that looks like it's got the most life up to this point right now. Richmond still up. 42-39 over Iowa with 12-13 left to go. A uh, little bit of a, I'll call it a push shot. A little too strong there for the Hawkeyes. Richmond rebounds. Walking down the floor with the ball with 12-05 to go and rolling. We are underway. Between Marquette and North Carolina, Golden Eagles up six to five with 17:06 left to go in the first half. Three-point shots, no good. Rebound North Carolina, so they'll go back down. And as you mentioned, Georgia State down by only one against Gonzaga. 12:31 left to go in the first half. Yeah, I think Tennessee's been really impressive in this game because Longwood was a team I liked a lot, a lot after watching the conference tournament, and um, the Vols have had no issues whatsoever. Adam Burke of uh, Vincent was all over Tennessee in this game, and I know some. I know one really sharp better who liked Longwood, so it's just kind of a uh, a split opinion on this game. The public played volunteers and got this one right because it's a 32-point uh, game, and it uh, looks like it's going to finish 88-56. to 56. Uh, Volunteers advance to face Michigan, and what do you make the line in the next round? I think Tennessee's got to be a six- or seven-point favorite against the Wolverines. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think that would be the case, and uh, I would assume it's still going to be without their point guard as well, right? Yep. Yeah, Devontae Jones. Uh, was in concussion protocol, did not make the trip to Indianapolis. Wolverines point guard, they still uh, blew out Colorado State in the second half without him today. Uh, without Devontae Jones, I, I'd probably make Tennessee seven. Yeah. I'd make Tennessee seven. I th- you know, the Volunteers have been really, really impressive here in the past week. We've talked a lot of SEC basketball this year, mm-hmm. and uh, mostly it's been about Auburn, Kentucky. Right now, Tennessee's playing better than both of those teams. Uh, yes, the SEC, the SEC champ, too. Yeah. Uh, we're worth updating. So, Richmond's up 47-44, and I did not say this when we talked last, when we updated this, but uh, Richmond was actually in the middle of an 11 to nothing run over Iowa. So, they've traded a couple of buckets since then, but uh, Richmond right now having the way. But quick transition bucket, followed by another one, and we have a 47-46 game between those two. All right. Uh, quick update, NBA uh, from last night as we go to best bets, a split of two games. Hornet, uh, again, I'm going to keep like bring this up again. Hawks, 0-7 ATS, now last seven. All seven of those games, Matt, the market has moved toward Atlanta. Yesterday, Hornets opened up as a two-point favorite at home, close as a one-point underdog, went outright yeah. by double digits there. And, yes, they needed a strong fourth quarter to do so, but it, it ties into Atlanta failing to be a good team in the fourth quarter and defensively. Clippers, uh, they end up falling by three, catching one and a half. So two games, that's a split there. 73 and 64 of the season. Uh, college basketball, there's only one game tonight. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't have a play tonight in the NBA on that big card? It's, it's a deep card, but uh, no, no, not at all. Um, because I'm not really uh, – Kate Cunningham's not going to play for Detroit maybe tonight, so we'll see. Injury report. One game in the association. It's a good one. It's one game. Uh, one. By the way, you're not going to be here tomorrow. You have to no. head out of town for uh, family reasons. Are you going to put up the NBA market report on Friday morning? Oh, yeah. I don't leave until early morning, so I don't see why not. Okay. Get Ben Fox breathing down my neck, you know what I mean? Well, such a, uh, a light schedule tonight in the NBA, but like you said, I looked at the Friday card. Man, it's, it's a monster. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, college hoops. So Indiana, the first play for the NCAA tournament, that gets there. But Rutgers plus one falls. Boise State goes down and uh, South Dakota State, excuse me, uh, as I, my eyes went cross there for a second, plus two and a half. So one of three start to the plays there. We'll see if uh, Murray State, good number there because they are catching one and a half in the number that we got. And right now our two-point favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, Creighton against San Diego State on the same side as one Dave Koken. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Last night, I lost with Rutgers. Rutgers. Uh, this morning, Rutgers. one with Michigan. Lost, uh, I, got, I lost a play or two this morning. Let's see, I lost uh, Boise, too. That was, a, that was one of my late additions. I regret that one. Uh, South Dakota State, loser. Longwood's going to be a loser. Oh, no red L's for Matt's graphic, huh? So, oh, yeah, no big red L's. Uh, we got one big green W on Michigan. That's it so far today. <laughs> I need to win a couple games tonight. Got Murray State uh, over San Francisco and Vermont against Arkansas. Hopefully we get, to get some underdogs start to cash. It's not been uh, – it's, well, it's been ugly for the underdogs uh, so far. So uh, that's all I got tonight. It's Murray State and Vermont. And uh, – for Friday, I'm, I like these games Friday a little bit better. I took two with Davidson against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I played Texas and a pick'em against Virginia Tech. Chattanooga is now plus eight against Illinois. I think the mocks have a real shot to pull the straight-up upset in that one. Loyola minus one against Ohio State. Montana State uh, plus 15.5 against Texas Tech. And uh, Iowa State plus four against LSU. I did add Colgate as a play, too. I'm taking the points with Colgate against Wisconsin. I think seven and a half is the best number you could probably yeah. find. You might be able to I, find an eight out there. I grabbed eight and a half on Sunday, yeah. so yeah, I'm in. We're on the same side. I actually uh, don't think Johnny Davis is fully healthy. He shot three for 19 in the Big Ten tournament loss for the Badgers. And the more you uh, look at this Colgate team, uh, the more you think that they have a legit shot to uh, take the Badgers out in the first round. Uh, so Colgate was one my addition, one addition I have, which I'll add to that graphic. Kansas to win the Midwest region at plus 215 at Circa. Also played Kansas over two and a half wins at plus 110. And if uh, Iowa gets taken out by Richmond, that bet's going to look a lot better because it looked mm-hmm. like Iowa was the biggest threat to Kansas in the top half of that Midwest bracket. Arizona tournament wins over two and a half. Minus 110, Kentucky tournament wins over 2.5, plus 120. And the Big Ten, over 11 wins, minus 110. Yeah, two. And they got two so far. Rutgers came up a little bit short last night. That would have been a great start if Rutgers could have pulled that off. Uh, but I thought the Big Ten was going to start 2-0 and against the Mountain West, and uh, that's what we have so far. The poor Mountain West, 0-3 to start. Well, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. I'm a proponent of the Mountain West Conference, Good but I'm, I'm not going to lie about the league. It was, it was The league was not anywhere near – some of its uh, some of its peak seasons. Mm-hmm. If you think about some of the really good teams the Mountain West has had in the past, and I, you could go all the way back to Kawhi Leonard at San Diego State, Jimmer Fredette at BYU. I had people ask me, "Is this the best year the Mountain West has ever? This is the best it's ever been? It's not even close. No. Not even close." I, di- I didn't think Wyoming deserved to be a tournament team. If you threw Wyoming in the W in the uh, excuse me in the NIT field. The Cowboys would be lucky to get to the NIT Final Four. I doubt they'd probably get there. Well, anyway, what's up? Well, I was going to say really quick on that, too. Next year, uh, we mentioned Wyoming's actually a pretty young team. They're going to be yeah. pretty decent next year. David yeah. Roddy and Isaiah Stevens can both come back if they want to next year for Colorado State as well. They so. should, because NBA scouts are not going to be knocking on David Roddy's door. I love him as right. a college player, but he's, he's going to have to make money as a pro somewhere outside the association, most likely. Uh, but, but that's next year. Wyoming did not deserve to be a tournament team. Maybe Texas A&M should have uh, been in that spot. Who knows? Uh, but I will say that uh, Colorado State and Boise, I thought Boise would be a lot more competitive. I thought the two teams in the Mountain West that really had a chance to win a game were Boise and San Diego State. Uh, we'll see what the Aztecs do tonight. The second half, Leon Rice waits to the second half to put on that full-court press against one of the worst turnover-heavy you know, yeah. turnover teams in the country. And should have had him right back into it. I, I agree. He should have had an analytics consultant like you in, uh, in the game planning that said, hey, you got to put pressure on these guys. You can turn them over. Yep. And sure enough, they did cut it down to six and uh, actually as low as five and ultimately couldn't get it done. Uh, Abu Kijan was with 20 about? points in the second half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could have been so much better. And the boys, he scored 19 the first half. Yep. Trail, what, 38 19 at halftime? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. bad. Uh, really quick. Okay. I'll give you the chance. Uh, you are the pilot. We have two minutes. You want to go more basketball? Or do you want to talk about the Colts' future at quarterback? 
Let's talk about the Colts' future at quarterback because uh, it looks like Deshaun Watson's not going to Cleveland now. He's uh, He has eliminated the Browns after yes. Baker Mayfield's emotional goodbye letter to uh, Cleveland that's fans. That's Baker Reagan Mayfield. Baker Reagan Mayfield. Sincerely, with all my heart, signed Baker Reagan Mayfield. Uh, thank you, Cleveland fans. I don't know what's coming next. So Baker Mayfield's in play for the Colts. Jimmy G in play for the Colts. Mitchell Trubisky, obviously not. Uh, where do you think Deshaun Watson uh, winds up. Falcons I know, are sticking I know this is going to be a hot topic on the Lombardi line. Is Matt Ryan in play for the Colts? Yeah, I was going to say that the Falcons are sticking around in terms of the contention for uh, Deshaun Watson. It does sound like the NFC South is going to be his destination. One of those three teams that are vying for his, uh, for his heart. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Falcons and I'm going to go Matt Ryan as the uh, next quarterback of the uh, Indianapolis. Are you really? Yeah. Can you bet that prop somewhere? I, I, I got. I'm sure you can. I'm sure DraftKings or somebody else has that. Probably, obviously, not available here in Las Vegas, but right. I'm sure you could find that somewhere. In terms of those two. All right. Makes I'm really. Sense. Uh, we'll talk more about the uh, NFL quarterback issues next week. That's uh, going to be a hot topic on the Lombardi line too, obviously. But uh, yes. I'm really irritated that the Braves let Freddie Freeman go. Ooh, baseball talk. Yeah. And that he signed with the Dodgers. That's just not, that's not good for baseball. You see the latest the news? Freddie Freeman is not a Brave and he's a Dodger. What's that? Oh, I got to get it quickly in, in 20 seconds. Really big bullpen addition for the Angels. Uh, former Diamondback uh, bullpen guy, Bradley. Well, it sounds like he's going to get a uh, oh, Archie Bradley. Archie yeah. Bradley? Yep. Okay. Tell All you right. what, back into that bullpen for the Angels. Ain't looking too shabby. Last update. Number five seed Iowa in the Midwest in trouble right now. Down five to Richmond with eight minutes to go. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Well, we're all done. Uh, My Guys in the Desert with an hour of baseball talk coming at you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.